0: So here's the deal. A couple of reflections that I have on this. First one is this. A disciple of Jesus has to be in fellowship with other disciples. A disciple of Jesus has to be in fellowship with other disciples. And what a lonely and difficult experience it would be to try and live the Christian life if you didn't have someone to do that with. One of the things Dave shared with me early on in one of our first conversations was um, how few people there were like minded. Can you imagine like the numbers he had given, how few people were like minded to to get together and talk about the gospel? What a difficult thing that would be. And I would go so far as to say this is you cannot grow in the Christian life in isolation. And I'd say it this way, you can't, you cannot obey these verses on Sundays only. It's near impossible. If you look at this, you do this word study and we go, how I really want to fulfill what God is calling me to do on how to treat one another. And you look at this list, you would say it's near impossible for me to try to be obedient to God's word, uh, given, uh, in these verses, it requires other people, a close group of uh, people to be involved in, right? That goes beyond what you could do on a Sunday morning. I'll come back to that here in a moment. Let me say this as well, too. Small groups. So you need a small group of people. Small groups are the arena when where the Christian life uh, is contested. Spell that word wrong. Where the Christian life is contested. And I last one, applying these passages of scripture requires a small group of people that you know, who know you and to whom you are accountable. So I'm contending as we look at this word study of all today and one another, I'm contending you. We need to have something beyond just Sunday morning in order to fulfill these li- this uh, these verses. Let me kind of let's test that theory here for a little bit. Let's keep going. Welcome and hospitality. How can you fulfill this with just short conversations on a Sunday morning? And you don't see that person anywhere else. You don't see him in your home. You don't see him at, at, uh, outside of Sunday morning or during the week. It would be hard to do that, right? Welcome and hospitality. How about my favorite that I read from Hebrews chapter 10, um, where he says, stir one another up into a riot of good works. Uh, How can we stir one another up to a riot of good works on just a Sunday morning? How can you teach or instruct one another? Let Let me do this. How can you forgive one another? Right? How can you forgive one another as Christ forgave you if you don't even know people long enough to do something that would require you needing to be forgiven? Right? <laughs> like, you know, we could all be nice enough on a Sunday morning. Um, and I, I think I could almost get through an entire Sunday morning and not do anything that I would have to come back and ask you forgiveness for later, right? I imagine most of you would do that. But to be. Involved in people's lives to such an extent where you would have to be forgiven or offer forgiveness to somebody else would require more. Do you see what I mean? It becomes really hard to literally fulfill these to obey Christ's command in here uh, on just a Sunday morning. And here's the granddaddy. If I haven't quite convinced you of this yet, love one. And remember, when we talk about loving one another, we're talking about love is not a warm, fuzzy feeling. The first time you met your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, future spouse. Biblically speaking, love in the New Testament is not a fuzzy feeling, it's a commitment. It's a feeling that involves demonstration, an action. An action for the betterment of the other at the expense of yourself. Love one another. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Romans chapter 5, verse 8, which is worth turning to and reading this demonstration of the love of God, where Paul writes, but God shows, He demonstrates His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It wasn't warm, fuzzy feelings, and you've heard me say this before, that took Jesus to the cross. It was His commitment, His deep commitment His covenant to to bring you to God. The betterment of you at the expense of himself. This was God acting in that way. So for us to love one another involves commitment. That kind of commitment as well. You can't do that kind of thing unless you know fellowship. Are you with me? Okay. So this morning, I want us to ask, how, how are we doing, how are we doing it, the one and others? And how, how are we doing when we think that, that small groups, as we write here, small groups are the arena in which this Christian life is contested, much of the Christian life is contested, in fulfilling these out, in growing in these ways? Now, what about the preaching on Sunday mornings? Obviously, that's of supreme importance uh, in the church. Um, But I would be so bold as to say it's not sufficient. What needs to happen on Sunday mornings is absolutely essential. Do not neglect the getting together, meeting together with one another. That's absolutely essential. But But it's not sufficient. There's a depth of community and love and interaction and fellowship that has to take place outside of a Sunday morning. You need to meet with one another. You need to, we need to be a church that meets outside of where the church meets. Right? We need to be a church that meets outside where the church meets.